What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founder's Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today, we are talking about a management philosophy called the Peter Principle. It sounds academic. It was created by an academic, but it does impact every single business. It forces us to think hard about how we support our employees and how we elevate them properly so they are set up for success no matter the role they're in. Let's hop into it. I want you to imagine this scenario. A sales assistant is crushing it in their job. They're a hard worker. They pay super attention to detail, and they do everything that their senior seller asks them to do to make their job easier. After some time in the role, they get promoted to being a seller, no longer a sales assistant. If they were highly competent in their assistant role, let's just say now they are adequately competent in their seller role. They must learn a new set of skills like actually selling, relationship building with clients, and hitting a sales quota. They're still able to hit their stride because they're a hard worker and they end up succeeding in the role as well as just barely hitting their quota. A year or two later, they receive yet another promotion and they are now made a sales manager. While their success as an assistant seller is what got them there, the set of skills that they need in this new role as a manager is far different. In this new role, they must be a great manager of people, a great delegator of responsibilities, and be able to identify talent. However, they are unable to learn these new skills at the pace that their company requires of them. Some would say they have reached their point of incompetence. Sometimes, when this happens, the employee might be let go because of this, or someone ends up being hired above them. This is exactly what the Peter Principle says. It was developed by Lawrence Peter, a USC professor in 1969. He actually did all this research. It was published as a book. The book was originally supposed to be a satire, but then people actually found this framework for thinking about organizations and how people rise was really true of companies. Very simply, Peter Principle says that in most companies, employees will rise through the ranks until they reach their level of incompetence. Just a fun fact around the principle, the creator of Dilbert, the famous cartoon, saw Peter's principle and he created a satire of it called the Dilbert principle. Basically, he said that employees who were never competent end up being promoted to management to limit the damage that they can do. He posited that people doing the best work are never put into management because they're going to always be at the ground floor actually being the productive ones. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if Dilbert was joking or not but I don't necessarily agree with his view. As it relates to Peter's principle, though, I do think that there's real merit to this concept of promotion to the point of incompetence. This happens to many people. But to me, there's one major flaw in the original principle. It assumes that companies are stagnant. The only thing it thinks about is someone rising from junior to mid-level to senior but it assumes companies stay the same. And obviously they don't. Just look at Morning Brew, fast-growing startup environment where things are very dynamic and the profile of the business six months ago looks very different than it does today. Here's what I mean using the example of the brew. As Morning Brew grew from 10-person, 
one product startup two years ago to a 90-person multi-platform brand today, the demands of the same exact role with the same exact title over this period have changed dramatically. The expectations are higher than ever before because the size of the business and the stakes are greater than ever before as a business. So let's just keep using the sales example I used earlier. In 2019, when we were just 10 people and we had just one product and we did far less in revenue than we do today, a senior seller was expected to bring in a couple hundred thousand dollars of revenue. In 2021, we have 90 people, we're growing rapidly, and someone with the exact same title of senior seller is expected to bring in millions of dollars a year. There was no promotion, as Peter Principal stated. The title stayed the same, but the business is fundamentally different. And this requires a different set of sales skills and a different depth of relationship to possibly hit the higher expectations of the same exact role. Okay, so I think you understand this concept of Peter Principal and also what I believe to be missing from you know this 60-year-old framework. What I want to now do is talk about how do you possibly avoid falling victim to this supposed inevitable level of incompetence that every employee will eventually reach in any business? And so I want to talk through through the lens of if you're a manager, how to think about it, and then also give a quick tip to employees in thinking about it. So as a manager, there are a few things you can do to avoid Peter Principle within your company. The first, it's going to be the most obvious, but I think it is the highest leverage way to do it. Hire great people. Of course, there are other things that factor into hiring an employee. But when you think about what are the things that tie highly adaptable employees together, it is their insatiable curiosity and their relentless desire to succeed. I'm not saying any employee can be spared by Peter Principle, but curious and relentless hires give you the best shot as a manager at proving the principle wrong and having your employees stay relevant within a company. Again, they may reach a point where because they're so high-performing, you continue to promote them and they're no longer the right fit for the job, but I would bet on a curious person who just has this fire in their eyes every day of the week. Beyond hiring great people, the second is understanding the job description of the role that you're promoting someone to. I find so many people mess this up. One of the best ways to set expectations for an employee and also understand when it is the right time for you to promote them is to have a shared job description and vision for the role that they can be promoted into. So let's use the sales example again. Say someone is a seller. If their next role is a sales manager, I would literally have a shared Google Doc that details the expectations and responsibilities of a sales manager Not only does this give the employee a sense of what they need to achieve to move up the ladder, but it also keeps you as the manager honest about the gap in skills the employee will need to make up in order to stay competent and relevant and not prove Peter Principle right. Let's say that they're going from never managing someone before as a seller to having to manage a few people or actually a full team. This could be a big hurdle that leaves you at risk of proving the principle true and the employee becoming incompetent. The way you front run that is the third strategy for managers. You need to invest in learning and development. Don't just rely on your employees to be curious and be hungry and to just grow as fast as their promotions or as fast as the company is growing. It's on you as a manager to invest in their growth, whether that's management training, 
professional membership communities like Chief, in-house learning programs, or connecting employees to relevant people in your network who may have like the next role or two roles ahead in the ladder that this employee is trying to move up on. It's on you as a manager to try and prove Peter Principal wrong. And by the way, it's your incentive also, because it is always easier to keep someone escalating in a business and retain them and invest in them, than have them leave or fire them and have to go through the cost, both as like a financial resource, but also the learning cost for a new employee to ramp up the curve of bringing someone new in. Those are three recommendations for managers. The fourth and final recommendation I have is for employees. And it's a weird one, but I actually think it makes a lot of sense. Ray Dalio, the founder of Bridgewater, famous investor, had this quote where he said, don't have income rise faster than productivity because you'll eventually become uncompetitive. And what this means as an employee is that there's this careful balance where you want to make sure that you are being incredibly ambitious in your career and advocating for your trajectory, but you don't want that trajectory to outpace the productivity or value you give to your business. Because if you do that, you risk pricing yourself out of the market. What do I mean by pricing yourself out of the market? I mean, you get to a point where your manager or your manager's manager believes that they can go out to market and find a more qualified, more productive hire for the same price because they could go out to market and find someone who may have four or five more years of experience than you. I've seen this happen in real life. It's a real thing. And so as an employee, what this means is you have to be thoughtful about the speed of your growth and make sure you are set up for success to prove your worth no matter what level you're at. I'm not saying you shouldn't be ambitious, but I think you really need to be thoughtful how fast you're moving up the ladder and how difficult it's going to make it for you to pace with the company's growth or pace with the growth in your own trajectory. And that's Peter principle for you. I told you it's academic, but it makes sense in practice. And it's something that managers and builders should be actively thinking about on anything they're building. So I want to put it to you. Do you buy this concept of being promoted to the point of incompetence, or do you think it's an incorrect view of how companies work? Have you ever experienced Peter's principle firsthand as a manager or an employee? And if you have, do you think there are ways that it could have been avoided? I would love to hear your thoughts and then share those thoughts with the Founders Journal community in the next few days. Just shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. Thanks so much for listening to Founders Journal, and I will catch you all next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.